With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, Big Ten. Welcome back, Hawkeye fans. And welcome back, everyone who cared about getting this football season started. Welcome. And thank you. Thank you because, well, you guys made it happen. You're the ones who demanded some transparency, some clarity, some idea of when we were going to return to football. Well, we, we got that answer on Wednesday, and it came with, well, a great, great presentation of what the Big Ten is actually capable of, what they could have been capable of on August 11th when they pulled that ripcord. That's the only real frustration about all of this, is seeing how well they did and how well they could have done if they would have started there. But they didn't. Now, while that's in the past, we do look forward to the future. And that future starts on October 23rd and 24th. That is when the Big Ten will kick off and Iowa football returns. It'll return to Kinnick. Well, may not return to Kinnick right away. We do have a couple away games, it looks like. And the schedule has got some crazy things that are going to be going on, which we'll dive into. But Big Ten's back. And you, the fan, you, the parents, you, the players, and some of the media are to thank. You're to thank because you kept that pressure on. You didn't allow it to be the last conversation that they had on August 11th, that they wouldn't revisit it. You didn't, you, you rejected that. And thank you for rejecting that because without you, there simply wouldn't be a season. Now, seeing the amount of professionalism, I mean, they must have had a, a dozen or more IT professionals on that Zoom call to make sure that thing went off without a hitch because, I mean, for all accounts, it really did. It was, it was quite impressive to see that amount of professionalism being displayed and really just the transparency we were looking for. And, you know, we didn't get it then, but we got it now. Kevin Warren was impressive. Uh, he kind of punted on the question of being transparent to the players and their parents, which I think we kind of expected that. But moving forward, they had a plan. So taking that additional time, which wish it would have been a week earlier to allow yet another week of play, the October 23rd, 24th allows some time for the Big Ten teams, although they will not have any wiggle room in between that, allows them some time to get ready and prepared for the season. Um, I know Kirk Ferentz was kind of dejected at the thought of this Would have been nice to have known earlier because he let some of his players go home early thinking that, well, you know, we didn't have an opportunity to kick this thing off. Made that decision based on he wanted to give more time to the players and their families before the start of the school season. I think a lot of coaches would have done that anyways. But we got a lot to prepare for now. You know, we got to gear up to do a lot of these rapid antigen testing, which is what they discussed as being one of the primary focuses and what the presidents and the chancellors really wanted to see as that focus. They wanted that safety. So they raised the bar on the rest of the conferences to do rapid testing daily. We're not talking about every, you know, couple days. 
you know, three days a week. We're talking about every single practice, every single day. Now, I actually, I, I don't mind this. I think this is a, a pretty um, great avenue they're taking with the, the advancement of technology, which that should be, you know, obviously uh, credited as well for this decision being made. It allows for this contact tracing, hopefully, to be mitigated. The contact tracing is what's kind of made this whole, uh, you know, 30 players at Wisconsin, you know, tested positive. Well, not really. Uh, 30 players were potentially positive due to the contact tracing. You know, if you were a player who had come in contact and you were tested positive with, you know, 12 other guys, well, those 12 other guys are going to be, you know, compartmentalized and taken away from practice and, you know, everything else to make sure they're not testing positive as well. Well, with these rapid testing, we're going to be able to do that. Incredible. I love technology. I love that we're able to do this and uh, get back to some normalcy in regards to playing some Big Ten football. The scheduling, the scheduling looks pretty interesting too. Scheduling is going to be an 8-1, eight, uh, eight regular season games and then the championship weekend. Uh, but we're also going to have the rest of the teams playing on that championship weekend as well. Some hurdles and some obstacles in that being that if, what, I think 85-man roster, if you have five players on your team test positive, that pretty much nukes your, uh, your uh, week for uh, playing a game. So five players show up positive on those rapid tests, you're, you're done for a week. It, it sidelines you for that long. You don't have the ability to really play for a championship if you don't have that extra game. But... With those testing, hopefully they're able to produce something that is safe and negate a lot of, uh, you know, that random tracing that would potentially sideline dozens of other players on the football team. Now, it's not just football that that uh, 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 random, um, or not random, but uh, antigen testing is going to be doing daily. It's across all sports. So it's not just football. It's going to be every single sport that's taking place in this fall and going forward for the foreseeable future to make everybody safe. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. And I'm glad that we have it. I'm glad we have the technology available to do it. The NFL, the NBA, uh, I don't know if, if the uh, Major League Baseball is doing it, but these are some of the protocols that they've been doing. So it's great to see that. And it did raise the bar on every single program. And really, this is what the Pac-12, if they decide to come back and they're able to, that's what they're going to be doing as well, which they're trying to get back into this race to play as well. With that 8-1 and one schedule, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see, you know, who our opponents are. We haven't gotten a, a detailed schedule out yet. Um, it sounds like maybe they're going to be doing that next week, uh, you know, slowly releasing those at least uh, to be determined um, as of right now. But you're going to have at least probably two, one to two cross-conference um, uh, foes in the regular season part of the eight games, which are two cross foes this year, unfortunately, maybe, are Ohio State and Penn State. Now, if we play, we might have to play those games first. If we played, most likely would be Ohio State. That's a scary prospect. Now, I'm glad just to return to football, so bring it on. Bring it on. Whoever we're going to play, you know, we're not scared. We ain't scared. We're going to play anybody and everybody that we can. Ohio State is a different beast, though. Man. They look, they look poised to uh, make a demonstration that first week. So 
definitely going to have to be getting prepared. And, you know, with a lot of these programs being sidelined for as, as much as they have been, Wisconsin, Iowa, uh, with, with some of our, uh, uh, you know, 12 to 14 guys with contact tracing, whatnot, having to be sidelined, not able to pr- practice or participate, you got to recondition those guys. You got to get them ready to play, ready to go, uh, get the system down. Your main concern there is not so much COVID, it's just your your normal injuries, your your knees and your your ligaments and all that good stuff. Those are the things that are going to be potentially harming guys. So getting them reconditioned, ready to play, contact uh, drills in practice for the the start of the Big Ten season, which you know thirty five days, thirty four days away, it's going to be huge. But that's a problem that we're we're ready to take on. We're ready to take it on because we're ready to play some football. Beyond that. Uh, you look at that December 19th as our, uh, you know, our finale. It's, I don't know who came up with it, but it's pretty amazing. You're looking at everybody playing on December 19th, the day before the college football selection committee selects their, uh, selections for that. That is awesome. That's exposure to the max. Every single one of your big 10 teams is going to be playing on December 19th along with that championship game. And then I guess the way they have it uh, slated right now is that one will play one. This is from the east and to the west. One will play one, two, two, three, three, four, four, and so on. That's awesome. I don't know who came up with it, but brilliant. You're going to have max exposure, and hopefully you're only going to have probably one undefeated team in the Big Ten. Probably Ohio State, if you're looking at that. We can still take them on, but... If that happens, that potentially gives you exposure for that one team that may have one loss. So even if Iowa were to have, happen to lose to Ohio State first thing in the year, we'd have time to go down the down the row and maybe make a uh, a nine and one season and potentially give it an eye test and how we produce from there on out, make the college playoff even as a nine and one team. Outside chance, yes, but at least it gives you the exposure necessary. And it doesn't hurt that you have Gary Barda on the selection committee this year. He is a part of that college football playoff selection committee. So a lot to look forward to there. And we're going to be finding out the details of the scheduling and all that good stuff. But bottom line is just happy to have some football back. To be able to discuss this and talk about this is, is remarkable. And to see the, the professionalism finally that we've been looking for from the Big Ten and its, its presidents in the, the figurehead of Kevin Warren is great. It does make you upset that they couldn't have had that formally, just given how well it was done. But, you know, the PR nightmare turned into, well, kind of a PR success, because if you look around the country, nobody's talking about anything else but Big Ten football. That's good for us. That's good for everybody involved in the Big Ten, all eyes are us. And that also tells me that the Big Ten yeah, the Big Ten is still up here, all right? The Big Ten is still the number one conference in the country, and there's a reason. We have the brand, we have the power, we have the professionalism to do it. I can't wait to start football. It is going to be remarkable. Now, again, there's not going to be any fans in the stands, and I really don't see that that changing. There was, there was hints that maybe towards the end of the season, with the advance of technology and this, these rapid testing and seeing how it goes, that maybe there might be able to be fans in the stands, whether that be social distancing or a limited amount of fans in the stands. Who knows? I wouldn't count on it. I wouldn't count on it. And right now, I, I don't even care because I just want to play football and I want to make sure a season goes 
to the finale of uh, December 19th. But I think there's an opportunity to do something special there too. Now, the wave is going to be a, a continued tradition, obviously, forever. And that's an, it's an amazing tradition. And I can't wait to get that started off this year, too. But I had an idea. My idea was to, you know, give a little bit more exposure to this. We should have cardboard cutouts. You know, they've been doing that around the, the NFL, the NBA, and, and uh, Major League Baseball. But I think it would be pretty neat to have the cardboard cutouts of the kids um, and their families in the stands, if they want, in the stands, kind of giving them a special light and shining it on them. I mean, as a kid, I would, I would have loved to have had that and been in the stands like that and, and to be showcased that way. But then I kind of thought, additionally, you know, it would be great to see if the rest of the Big Ten jumped on board with this too. And any opposing team that comes to Kinnick, it'd be cool to have their children's hospital or prospective hospitals provide cardboard cutouts for their sick kids you know, that are fighting for their lives as well. A little unification and, and, you know, a star on something bright, you know, something to showcase that is positive and meaningful to not only the kids at the University of Iowa Children's Hospital, but to all kids in the Big Ten. I think it's an opportunity, and I, and I hope it's taken. It's, it's, it was just an idea. Maybe it happens. I, I hope people run with it. If it doesn't happen, that's okay. We're still going to wave, and we're still going to, you know, honor those who are fighting um, for their very lives. And that's what's most important here. So, who knows? Maybe that'll happen. Elsewhere in news, though, beyond that, uh, had a kind of a cool shout-out from Patrick Mahomes to uh, Arlen Bruce. Arlen Bruce is the wide receiver um, prospect that uh, committed to the University of Iowa. He uh, came from, I believe it was Kansas, uh, to, uh, I think it's Valley, and was looking to play this year, and... The Iowa High School Athletic Association still dropping the ball on that. Still dropping the ball. Not allowing a 17-year-old kid who was previously okayed to play and shutting him down. Not allowing him to play. He, he's missed, I think, two games already. And, you know, waiting till the, uh, the, the 12th hour to let him know as well has got to be frustrating to him. And certainly, you know, to everybody involved with that. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And it, it's nice to see that even Patrick Mahomes has come out and said, come on, man, let the kid play. He's 17 years old. He wants to play football. And he should. Hopefully that's the pressure needed. Maybe the University of Iowa will get involved. I don't know. Uh, they got a lot on their plate right now. But it certainly would be nice to see some action down there as well to promote the Iowa High School Athletic Association. Just making a human call. Forget about some of the rules. Some rules are meant there, you know, to be taken for consideration, but come on, man, these are unprecedented times and football should not be something that this kid can't play. He only gets one senior season. Let him play. That's off my soapbox, but I can't wait for the big 10 season to get started. We're going to be getting more information on what the schedule looks like, hopefully next week. And then kind of breaking that down and uh, talking about a lot of that. Um, Rob Howe uh, is going to be doing, uh, his podcast with Andrew Downs. So definitely check that out, get a little bit more player perspective and uh, kind of what that looks like going forward. Um, I'll be definitely staying on the top of that as well. Uh, check out my Twitter feed. Um, never thought I'd say that, but uh, it's Joe underscore Hugan uh, on the Twitter. If you want to hit me up there. You can hit me up on Facebook as well. I'm also there. And, uh, you know, give me a shout out. Give me a, give me your feelings and what, what your thoughts are on 
the Big Ten returning and kind of how it was handled, if you got to watch any of that um, this past Wednesday, and what your expectations are. I know, I know what my expectations are. I'm going to save that for a little bit later after the uh, schedule comes out because I think that we've got a, a pretty unique opportunity, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to share that uh, next week as they come out with that schedule. For Hawkeye Nation, I am Joe Hugan, and look forward to talking to you next week on Monday.